Welcome to E20, your unofficial EastEnders podcast. This week it's Redwater Week! Yay! Yay! I'm the wooden statue who is following Alfie around. Emma. And I'm Pat's dead husband, still crying out in agony. Connor. Sorry, the metro gone by. <laughs> it's just the wheels from the grave. <laughs> This week we discuss episode 5 of Redwater and I challenge Connor to another round of Dominic or Dermot. But first, here's the jingle. We're talking Redwater now, Kathleen has come to town. Stay away from my family now, this favourite show of mine. Father Dominic we say, Dermot is his name, Alfie's not impressed. With drownings and the rest, this favourite show of mine. Do, do, do. <laughs> so, the episode kicks off with a recap. Obviously, it always does. Yes. But don't worry, it never leaves our memory. We don't no. need that recap. How could we ever forget the things like <laughs> Kieran and Andy? Getting it on every other minute. <laughs> How could we forget Lance kicking the walls of Kushtara and then drowning peacefully, according to Dermot? <laughs> well, after the recap, we are a bit scared because for some reason Agnes is just staring. What felt like a very, very long time at us. Yes. Um, <laughs> I was like, okay, you're looking into my soul now. I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite terrified. <laughs> I thought she was actually looking at where, like, I thought she'd somehow, like, developed sentience and was like, literally trying to escape the TV. <laughs> she wants out of Redwater. Where her key? She's coming for where, ma. I don't know if I'd be scared or not. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't have any peas out, you'll be fine. True. True. That is a good point. So she was looking at her beloved. Kustara. It's it's burnt. Well, it's not burnt to the ground, really. I was going to say it's burnt to the ground, but it, it wasn't the best fire I've ever seen. I think Dermot just like, it's like you just put some ash on the side and just went, there we go. <laughs> Do you know who we should have asked? You should have asked Alfie for some help because, I mean, yes. when he set fire to the house, he burnt the whole place down near enough and, um, you know, scarred cat for life. For life. Amazing. Well, thank God. <laughs> yes, poor Kushtara has died. He's been felled by that foul Dermot. Well, or was it Royson? Because as me and Emma discussed last time, mm. she did light a lot of candles in that place and just left. To be fair, she could easily be blamed. Yeah. Yeah, what about poor Mouse? Where's little Mouse going to live oh, now? Mouse was here. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. The fire was here. However... It's chewed the whole place apart. I was on Twitter. And did you see in Sweden, they have a little record shop and stuff for mice. Oh, my God. I think Mouse has really been hiding there. Do they actually have mice customers? Well, like, we've got to ask. We've got to ask Mouse about that. She'll know we'll the answer. 
Is this one of them scams, like the aliens, where you put their backs together? (laughs) (laughs) I'll never live that down. (laughs) (laughs) Was that a scam? (laughs) Yes, Emma. That cracked me up. Crack me up something rotten. Your face when I said it though. You were like <laughs> I was so confused. What? I was like, is she serious? <laughs> I was like, yes, of course they don't have children. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> but as we you know, cry with tears of laughter here. Agnes is weeping and furious. Cue the sad piano music. Ooh. <laughs> then straight into the intro. Perfectly paced, Redwater. Perfectly paced. <laughs> And we um we visit Alfie. Cat's nowhere yes, to be did. seen. Now I hope you noticed this as, as well. Oh. Did you notice oh. it is when was this filmed? I'm gonna say a few years ago. Yeah, yeah I already know what you're gonna say because I've got it written down. <laughs> why did Alfie have a boombox? <laughs> yes, I've put here. Like, why is Alfie coming down the stairs with a massive ghetto blaster? Like it's in a city, New York, circa. 1987. Like, that is literally what I wrote. It was like something out of... Do you know those scenes when you see all the, like, vagabonds and, like, the rough kids and stuff on, like, 80s movies? And they're about to do some sort of dance break in the street. Yes! They're all break dancing on the street and they've got their massive ghetto blasters. Like, that's what it was like. I was like, who has a massive record, like, a massive ghetto blaster like that? Where did he find that? Also, did he get that through customs? Yeah. How did he get that to Redwater? Or did he pick it up while he was there? Because obviously we know they're like... <laughs> Redwater's a bit behind for the times as Dermot's phone shows in each episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they don't even have radio. They just have, oh no, they're at Limburg, they're at Limburg. <laughs> to be fair, I was expecting that to play out as he had it on. <laughs> he just turns it on and goes, oh, Kat, you love this song. <laughs> You'll love this song. It's been number one, yeah, for like the last hundred years. Oh, no, don't the bug, don't the bug, down, down in the valley, oh. <laughs> oh, Redwater, the things you do to me. Oh, and also, whilst we're on the, the topic of random weird things that I noticed in the episode. Um, there's a since, lot, I'm sorry, there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Ever since we had our whole Pat and Peggy discussion about the wallpaper matching the curtains, yes, it made us look a lot more at the decor of the see? houses. Did you see in the corridor how it is pretty much all blue, yes. and then they've even got blue curtains in the back? It matches. Why does everyone do that? <laughs> However, they've got a bright yellow door to match Kathleen's outfits. I mean, yeah. yeah, perfect, perfect. How did she know? How did she know she no, had all she? the outfits perfectly planned, didn't she? But mind you, she's gone to white now. She's went from True. yellow, summer yellow, to saintly white. She seems to just be floating around now with our saintly white, oh. you know, clothes. Speaking oh. of saints, Kat's necklace, uh, or a necklace, I'm assuming it's Kat's. Yeah, where did she get that from? <laughs> <You should know. laughs> 
It's like, maybe it's cats, maybe it's Alfie's. I don't know. St. Zoe, how aptly named. Um, that's on the floor. <laughs> Alfie. St. Zoe's just on the floor. <laughs> Alfie picks it up and has one of his visions. Oh, my and God. And this is without a doubt. You can see into the future, future. <laughs> the funniest <laughs> Emma's dead now. She's got to get past that now. We were cracking up even talking about it earlier because it was just the most ridiculous scene in the whole, the whole series. I will stake my claim on that, by the way. It is the most ridiculous scene in this entire series. And there's a lot of ridiculous scenes. A lot of ridiculous things. So Alfie's having a vision because um, yeah. he's like going all that so raven. He's that so <laughs> Alfie. And... <laughs> he sees. <laughs> so you're cracking me. <laughs> oh my god, he sees. He sees them. A wooden statue version of Saint Zoe. The window. <laughs> 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 However, it's not. It's not Saint Zoe. If anyone got that, goodness me, I can't stop crying over laughing. In translation, Alfie <laughs> had this like tumor-induced vision. Um, sees sees an eerie wooden face looking in at him, which is the creepiest thing I think I've ever seen. It's like I never knew the scenes could be so scary. They should make a horror film out of that, couldn't they? <laughs> it's slightly tilted to the side. What's even weirder is that Alfie's terrified by this face, this wooden face. And then he just instinctively punches it. (laughs) He punches the glass. And Dermot stood there like, are you okay, Alfie? I love that. Because he looks back up and then all of a sudden (laughs) sat that window. You realise it wasn't St. Zoe after all. It was Dermot. Silly Alfie. I know they have the same haircut and they look so similar with their beards. Like, they look nothing like each other. <laughs> You're right there, Alfie. Oh, God, that's so funny, that bit. Cracked me up. Cracked me. I was, like, in pain of laughing. Cause of the... You're right there, Alfie. <laughs> also, who comes to a door like that? Who comes to the door and looks through the bottom pane? Of the... You're right there, Alfie. You're right there, Connor. <laughs> After lockdown, I'll come round. Don't look through the letterbox. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that's basically what he's just done. Oh my god! Next time I come to yours, I'm gonna just go to the bottom part of your window. <laughs> like, like, you're right there, Connor. Right I don't there, have Connor. a corona. <laughs> <laughs> and then you punch the glass. Yes, naturally, I'm terrified. I hallucinate. I think it's um, that bitch, Carol Jackson. <laughs> so Dermot is much better than Andrew and he takes Alfie and puts a bandage on him quite quickly he doesn't do the caressing Andrew no no he doesn't do any of that (laughs) he doesn't take his time Andrew's still doing Kieran's plaster (laughs) not long now not not long now my Kieran I hear it it goes on till episode (laughs) 6 It's finally done. 
<laughs> and then he falls over and hurts himself again, so he has to give him another plaster. Has to start all over again. Something tells me Kieran quite likes it. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew will be like, I'll be here all week. <laughs> <laughs> what we got was his, like, masterful bandaging of, of Alfie's hand. Was he previously a doctor? <laughs> well, Alfie made a joke. Dermot didn't find that funny. But he did apologise for the other night and he was like, like, I know we're not on good terms, Alfie, but there was no need to try and punch me. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Well, there's no need to stare in through someone's door either. <laughs> that was creepy. <laughs> that was Saint Zoe. What you want about? <laughs> she just popped round. <laughs> <laughs> in wooden form. I mean, she was she was around. She was doing the round. She was visiting every now and again. Do you, you know. think Podrick made her? Oh, my God. Bayon is him. Bayon is <laughs> really... a practical joke. It's so they can tell a better joke than that one about the cow. Because he's told some really, really boring stories and jokes. Exactly. And he's thought, no, I've got to up my game. So he's made a wooden St. Zoe and he's put it up to the window and Alfie believes he's having visions and it's just him going, ha, ha, ha. It's just a joke. It's just a joke, Tanya. It's just a joke, Tan. <laughs> <laughs> Then Dermot leaves and does the creepiest, most disgusting thing I've seen, which is touch Alfie's blood on the glass. (laughs) Because naturally, when when you see broken glass, you think, I'll touch the blood. Well, what I thought was very impressive, Emma, was his powers. Well, I know by touching the blood, he also got a vision. Maybe Alfie has got something in his blood that... Just I think that she was sent here for a reason. A bit like Daddy. Dermot. Mm-hmm. You know, Agnes always says, you had a calling. You were called here to Redwater. Like, I feel like Alfie's had the same thing. I agree. I feel like he's called here. Because as soon as Dermot touches that blood, what does he say, Emma? He says, this drunk liar of a mother. <laughs> Smashing <laughs> bottles and glasses. <laughs> <laughs> So he sees this vision. It's a virus. A virus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, he has this vision. He has this vision, and it's of Iris, his mammy, or not mammy. And she tells them they have to leave. This house is full of lies. I think she's meaning flies because flies seem to just be all over. <laughs> so many. Did you see the one that was flying around Podrick? Yes. This is every second. There swarms. There swarms of flies. I swear that's what and she meant. Did you see the one that was on the christening cake? Oh, cake. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll note that down for later. Got a lot to say about that fly. Got <laughs> to say a lot about that cake. Oh yeah. Jesus. <laughs> who made it Irish and I said Irish again <laughs> why do I struggle with Irish as a name oh, I'm all the other names Boyston Podrick I'm changing Dominic O'Dermott to Irish or Iris <laughs> Connor has to complete sentences with the words in and see if we can get them the right way around <laughs> so we find out that Dermot's always had a bit of a love for blood. He's like a vampire, isn't he? That's what he is. We're going to find out at the end of Red War that everything we've been experiencing, 
That's nothing. The real truth, Dermot is a vampire. Think about it. Perfect disguise as well. By the end of uh, episode six, you'll just have fangs. Yeah. It was a way like stared longingly at his mum ble- bleeding onto the glass. It was oh, yeah. weird. That was I said, weird. That was strange. It's a kid like, hmm. Mm. Now, when they have these visions, right, <laughs> in particular, the boat one that we're going to talk about later. Oh, the fabulous vision. Why do they look like, do you remember back in history, where there was <laughs> wheels? I going to say that. Where the I wheels, the TV the in. The History Channel recreations. <laughs> it's like in history, there would wheel TV and you would have to watch a yeah. recreation of something. And it was like, I was put back into like Edwardian yes. times. Smoke coming along the river. <laughs> it it is like that, isn't it? That Can't we- wait to talk about that that vision, the final vision of virus. And have that weird <laughs> haze around them where you know the background's not yes. like not real. <laughs> yeah. I mean like when we were young we watched things like the Great Fire of London and things, so like but I mean, you know, maybe in Redwater they watch that. Maybe they watch Iris <laughs> sailing off. <laughs> Come on, kids, let's get drunk. <laughs> Imagine if all their history lessons just revolve just, around just that. <laughs> well, literally, that's the only people on there. Burns. It is, isn't it? Cut to the crowded kitchen at Agnes's. She's getting an upgrade, isn't she, Emma? Oh, she is. She's finally getting an upgrade, unlike the likes of Dermot and Alfie, who are still in the boombox and... Yeah, very they're first, in different time zone. Very first Nokia phones. Uh, <laughs> they're in that era. Um, she is getting uh, like a Alexa type thing, yeah, but not Alexa. Like a, like a Bluetooth station or something. Yeah. You know, saying that you like sync your like phones up and stuff so that you can play. God, I'm talking as if we're like prehistoric <laughs> creatures, aren't I? You know those things. They've got the electricity in them. They make them work. Maybe we're with Alfie. <laughs> maybe we are. Maybe we need to get our kettle blasters out. Come on, Emma. Down to the pier in New York it is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll practice with break dancing. <laughs> get your shell suit on. <laughs> get your cap. Oh, yeah. have a cap. Yeah, got him. So, yeah, Agnes is getting an upgrade, uh, which this is where they start talking, and Roisin says how she's still into tapes, and Agnes is like, no, my CD player's fine. And I'm like, oh, this explains quite a lot. Yeah. Actually, about why there's still boom boxes and old Nokia phones. Agnes, have... being being Redwater, hasn't actually upgraded everyone yet. It's not in her powers. She... Yeah, because she doesn't even know about it yet. Doesn't know about Un- it. Until she's witnessed something in action, she can't replicate it for everyone no. else. That explains a lot. That explains why they've still got only one song for their radio channel. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, she did find more songs. Well, just one. She did. But... I mean, they were all Irish. Uh, oh, Irish! <laughs> <laughs> they were all Irish. <laughs> Why do I keep struggling with that? I keep saying Irish instead of Irish. And Irish instead of Iris. I hate her. Whoever came up with the name for her, I hate her. <laughs> you would be like Dermot. Save me. No. <laughs> Yeah, drowned. <laughs> you should have drowned. <laughs> I just did. So, <laughs> got my wish. <laughs> I loved Agnes when, like, 
Eileen was like, it's Bluetooth, mommy. But I loved it because she went, this is Bluetooth, mommy. I was going to say. <laughs> did it in like you, a combination. Did you notice she changed her accent throughout this episode? Like one minute she was talking and then she was like, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Peter. Patrick. Like, but like in an Irish flair. <laughs> and Peter. You all right, mommy? Peter. <laughs> Kathleen (laughs) Sorry Couldn't resist It's my favourite I love the Great idea A great idea I love the progress It's like It's Bluetooth And Agnes's reply is Red tooth Black tooth All I could think was That sounds a lot like Gum disease Agnes And I think She'd go to a dentist (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it. Eileen, when she says Peter, it's as if like she's a robot, but she needs her <laughs> batteries charged. Peter. <laughs> she's like the Alexa if it was running out of power. She's like, Peter. <laughs> I need to know what to say in what accent. Please program me. <laughs> <laughs> you selected American Irish. <laughs> well i mean it seems like a party to me in that place anyway you know agnes has got on you fancy bluetooth just playing the best of of islands eurovision entries and like every folk song under the sun she loves a bit of daniel o'donnell she does she does get the best of daniel o'donnell on Oh no! The... <laughs> I loved when um, Agnes was like overjoyed that she could hear a man's voice around the house again. It was like unbelievable, wasn't it? It was she's treating that Bluetooth very much like a husband. She was like, does it do? Does it do the washing up as well? All right, Agnes, flipping Kushtara's only been dead for five I was minutes. Say she's got to move on. She moves on fast. Kushtara's gone. Yeah, we'll go. That's where Aideen gets it from. I mean, she's just forgotten completely about Embar. So is everyone else. Where is Embar? We haven't seen him in ages. And I miss him. And I miss... Want to go for a ride, Embar? Want to go for a ride, Embar? That still cracks me up thinking about... Every scene. Want to go for a ride? Speaking, speaking of Aideen and uh, John Joe, we saw them this episode. It turns out they are still with us, thankfully. Yep. Because yep, they're you know, still alive. They were forgotten last episode. They were just playing with buttons. Just playing with buttons, buttons the dog. Buttons the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of more animals, Kieran's oh, yeah. got a little kitten called Lady. Um, can I just introduce this? The award for the most random side story of the year goes to... <laughs> so, how's the kitten doing? Woo! Congratulations, Kieran. You won. <laughs> you won the most random storyline of the year. Because no one had a clue this was coming. And it was just kind of just shoved in and then... Yeah. That's about it, really. I love it because the way Agnes is talking is as if it's like actually feral. She was like, he's taking in a feral cat. <laughs> I was like... Well, since it's around Redwater, which is like a village, I highly doubt it's like a Highland cat or like a lynx, is it? It's not like it's not like someone's escaped tiger, is it? 
He's not, he's not like the tiger king. He's not got like a cub. <laughs> he's not going to grow up and eat, uh, eat you, Agnes. You don't need to worry. The cat was so cute. Oh, it was. I love it because Kieran's literally already become what every pet owner becomes, where yeah. as soon as you get a pet, every single picture <laughs> for their screensavers, it's them and their dogs or them and their cats, them and their pets. It's always sad, isn't it? Yep. My whole yeah. phone is dedicated to Evie. Oh, yeah, mine too. My dogs, obviously. Oh, God. I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> I know Evie's the best got to be 20, but, like, I haven't got lots of pictures of her. <laughs> You've been creeping into my so house at night. <laughs> Hello, Evie. I need to take a photo. You know, I always find it really weird when you have, you know, that, you're, well, you know, when you were younger, you always had that one friend who was really inappropriate with your pets. Like, oh, we pick them know, up. Pick them up cuddle them too much they would do things that kind of it was almost as if they were their pets and i'm not the jealous type but i am and i also don't like the idea of them like touching up my dogs no i totally get what you mean uh, speaking of kittens my cat's crying <laughs> god it's turning red what this podcast <laughs> should i let her in yeah would everyone like to meet evie <laughs> Well, I can get another picture. (laughs) (laughs) Just as you said that, I managed to knock nearly everything off my table. (laughs) Here she is. You making your grand entrance. Hi, Evie. Come on. Say hello. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) She does not want to say hello. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. She now also wants to just leave. <laughs> She'll be a silent partner, a silent Are you up? guest. Are you coming up? There we go. You're a silent partner, aren't you? You're a mascot. Yeah. Here she is. She could have been a stop. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find it really creepy when Dermot was leaning over Bernie to try and speak to the baby. I was like, oh, so he's gone on because she just snapped straight away. So confirms my yeah. thoughts that that baby Absolutely. might not be Andy's. I think, I look, think, I'm calling yeah. Andy by the way. Andy, down the road. <laughs> good friends now. It's five really episodes in. It's, you know, you Sometimes there's some of me DIY friends every now and again. Yeah, I did find the whole thing where Dermot's like, creeping over her like this is oh look at him he grows up so fast like oh like back off a bit and then bernie's like get away from him get away from him <laughs> i was like oh god she's been possessed by lance it's like crazy wasn't it she was just like she has no real reason let's be real to yeah. dislike Dermot. like i find it really odd she doesn't really have a reason to dislike Dermot at the moment and yet, for some reason, she really, does. really doesn't like him. And I think it's because she feels guilty. Guilty that that Ben, that Ben there, Lance, Porrig, Burn. <laughs> yes, guys, you just heard. That's the name of that child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the name, Evie? <laughs> that bad? I love with the name. Roisin's just like... Porrig, that should have died with him. It's an awful name. I, I was like, whoa. She screams it though right in front of him. I mean, that's your husband's name? 
And also now your grandson's middle name. I know. Like, that's really offensive to everyone. <laughs> she just looks at the child and hates it because it's got Porrick's name in it. <laughs> and also, did you notice... Uh, Bernie said the baby had Lance's eyes. Eyes, yes. And she's already said he made her blush in a wetsuit. Now, I'm not going to say anything here, but mm, it could be. It could be. Well, well, I think there could be more to that baby than meets the eye. (laughs) 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 I mean... I did love Agnes's words. If they weren't prophetic, I don't know what is. He'll be a heartbreaker. But whose heart will he break? That's the question. Will it be Agnes, who's still mourning the loss of her husband? Not Gustara, Lance. <laughs> or both. Or both. Both. Or will it be Bernie and Andrew, when she reveals that that baby... That baby ain't his. Just never know now, I guess. Never know. Because he never renewed it for his second season. (laughs) (laughs) What could go wrong creating all of these intricate plots? (laughs) (laughs) Did you see that uh, Peter asked Dermot if him and um, Andrew and Kieran had fell out because he's constantly... (laughs) left on his own while them two are, are very close. And I'm like, yeah. oh, Peter, I think there's a bit more to it than just maybe a He's falling like out. He's pushy parents, isn't he, Peter? You know, like, when you didn't want to hang around with a certain kid or something, like, <laughs> or if you're on holiday and, like, there was a group of kids, your parents would always be, go, go, go play say with hello. them, go and say hello, go and introduce go on, yourself. Go no. And then try and push you over to be friends with them. And you'd be like, no, just leave us alone, I'm antisocial. <laughs> Um, and they'll be pushing you over. That's what Peter is. He's like, go on, go on, Dermot, get over there. Get over there with your cousins. Find out what they're into. Find out what they're into. Find out what they're into, and then you can take part in it as well. Yeah. <laughs> you can all work, you can all play together. <laughs> He's like, no, no, thanks, Dad. And he's like, no, no, go on, go on. Go be with your cousins. <laughs> Bound to come back. I mean, how do they not know that they are a couple? The way they're cutting up in the corner. He's like, <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> stop. <laughs> oh, they're, they're not that, that clued up, are they? I mean, Bernie, bless Bernie. She's very distracted at the minute. She's on the case of Aideen murdering Lance. She wants to solve this case and bring her door out of justice. So that's probably why she hasn't noticed. <laughs> And Agnes, she's she's all about, you know, rebranding and rebuilding because according to her, Kustara has been raised to the ground. And I'm not sure her definition of raised and mine are different because it's still standing. In the words <laughs> of Elton John, I'm still standing. Better than I've ever been. Feeling like a true survivor. Oh, great song. Great song. What's everyone else's? talking about the baby and oh, oh you know getting on with their cousins <laughs> wink wink <laughs> Peter sent back it just sort of just intense you doesn't it you go oh god <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, it never goes away that that, that ridiculous feeling yeah. when you realise that they made a whole series with that as part <laughs> of the plot. As one of the main storylines. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. One of the main storylines. At least it is for us. <laughs> <laughs> We've probably missed a thousand other threads because <laughs> we're just so focused on that. <laughs> Peter. Peter. On the other hand. Peter. <laughs> is in the back having a conversation on the phone with someone who he wants to meet for coffee. But who? Well, who could that be? I mean, again, we'll never know because <laughs> there was never a second series. <laughs> it was just going to be one of those random EastEnders moments, I think, where you have something hinted at and then you never talk about it again. <laughs> Did you notice when... They, they got Peter and he joined the whole announcement of the baby's name and that him and Eileen were the godparents. Roisin furious. Dermot is distraught. He's not in the name. Nah. He's not a godparent. Off he goes. Aideen also leaves. But for reasons we don't understand, she is collecting a pizza. But then obviously... Oh, yeah. Later, it seems that she now has a relationship with the pizza guy, but that was, oh, she, that was all bit She's all for the pizza guy. <laughs> so um, that they, were, they also have a chat about Kristara being burned to the ground. To the ground. Even though it's Dad. very much, as we said, still standing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, well, Eileen thinks, well, why did she not burn it down? Because the insurance are paying out. Yeah, no, I love that. <laughs> she just goes, suddenly reveals this really sinister arsonist-like side yeah. to herself. She's like, yeah, I wish I had thought about that first, Mammy. Perfect godparent there. Yeah, loves to set fire to things. Perfect choice to look after your child if you die. <laughs> Maybe that's why she's got no, like, you know, job at the minute, because she keeps burning everywhere down. <laughs> I told you, you're fired. Please, please. I didn't mean to start the fire. <laughs> we didn't start the fire. <laughs> it was always burning. <laughs> really showing my She's age She's a now, fire but... starter. <laughs> <laughs> Twisted fire starter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love a bit of prodigy. prodigy. Scariest music ever, but... <laughs> but definitely quintessential um, us. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, Agnes wants to have a little word with Dermot. She wants to make sure that that woman, Kathleen, keep her away. She's not welcome here. But obviously, Agnes, as we just said, doesn't want Kathleen coming to the christening because she has a habit of inviting herself to family events. Yes. <laughs> Which yes, we've seen plenty, plenty of times. She just loves it. Kathleen She loves Byrne. a good morning, a good wake, a good barbecue for the dead. Like, you know, she loves them all. It was it was nice to see them doing something that wasn't Lance related for a change. It was nice. Well, you say that, but really the baby <laughs> was called Lance as well. So technically it was Lance's day again. <laughs> technically, technically it was Lance's Christmas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, um... Well, as she's saying to keep her away, he's like, she's my mother. 
But I noticed he invited himself somewhere. He invited himself to Spain to see the rest of his family, who are actually pretty much all in Walford. Yeah, I think I basically wrote it like this. Durham has been made to feel welcome in Kathleen's family, his family. So much so, he's even invited himself (laughs) to a made-up trip to Spain. Oh, lovely. So, you know what way you can stop all that happening? And you can stop Kathleen Byrne attending? Because that's her name now, because she's now part of their family. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is, I think. Yeah. Well, Lance married her on, the, on that night. <laughs> <laughs> well, you tell him. He's a twin. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Another mystery none of us... We're surprised by. But I mean, that's sort of the recipe of red water, isn't it? No punchlines. No cliffhangers. You don't need them. Dermot runs off. He runs off. He's sick of this family. And he's sick of Kathleen's lies and sick of Agnes's lies. So he's done what every normal, modern-day person would do. Does a little bit of a Facebook stalk, doesn't he, am I? Does a bit of does, searching. yeah. A bit of Googling. A Facebook search. It's like Zoe Moon. Oh, no, nah, she's not there. Zoe <laughs> Slater. There she is. There she is. That's the thing. Do they know that Kat's Kat Slater? Because they all call her Kathleen Moon. Well, I mean, they don't even know that her name's Kat. They exactly. call her Kathleen. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, how did he actually successfully find Zoe? <laughs> <laughs> he, found, he found his birth records. He found everything. I love how... He never once was able to find it up until now. Like, <laughs> even though, even though he's had plenty of time to look up his like actual date of birth and things, like he's had all this information now for what, like four weeks. And he's kind of just went along with everything everyone's told him until they mentioned Zoe, and he's like, Google it is. I love it because then he's always angry that people aren't telling the whole story. And I'm like, well, why don't you just some digging yourself? Why do you hire everyone else for your information? <laughs> <laughs> so, as Dermot's doing a bit of investigation, Bernie's doing a little bit of investigation again herself, isn't she? She will not let Aideen get away with this. No, she won't. She won't let that lion. No good. Horse-loving daughter of hers, get away with this. <laughs> she knows she's up to no good. She's been setting fires. Really, we know that that's probably more likely to be Eileen now since she's confessed <laughs> to being an arsonist. <laughs> <laughs> Must be sinking the blood. <laughs> the burn blood. <laughs> but Bernie's got some information, hasn't she? The photos have come in. And what do they show, Emma? What damning evidence of Lance's death do they show? Footprints. A single set of footprints leading to or from the sea. It's impossible to tell. So essentially, it says exactly what everyone has already said, that Lance was alone on the beach. (laughs) Congratulations, Detective Bernie. Congratulations. You've solved the mystery of how Lance died. I love when she gets the photos and it proves the point I said last time where Mm. they were just sitting in a deleted file 
because he, all he done was drag the photos to the deleted yeah. file. Some emails you really need to actually delete them. Yeah, yeah properly. What an error, um, Dermot. What did he think was going to happen, though? Like, if he delete those pictures, of course she'll just go and ask for them again. Well, that's the thing. She chased them up. So that person would then go, oh, no, I sent them to you. Oh, I'll send them again. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it goes. <laughs> did you get? You always go, did you get my email? Oh, no. Or do you want us to send it again? Yeah. Really, Dermot just went and drowned the laboratory people who were, like, working on Aideen's <laughs> phone. That's what he should have done, shouldn't he? So, back to Agnes in our kitchen. She's blasting Irish music. She's loving her life. She's got the hang of the Bluetooth. Not the black tooth, because that's, like I said, gum disease. You should really get that sorted out, Agnes. Worried about you. Get your teeth sorted. And she gets a phone call. Does our Agnes. She gets a phone she call. Uh, it's bad news. Pat's Terrible husband, news. Jim. I hate to break it to everyone. Pat's husband, Jim. We've never met Pat. We've never met Jim. But he's dead. He's died. He's died. He's died. Everyone mourn with her for a second. Except you, Agnes, because remember, you didn't care. You just wanted the cake that she was making for the christening. <laughs> oh, yeah. Beautiful moment where she's like, oh, it's so sad. And they're like, they've been together for years. Not about that. The how, cake. <laughs> I love how Ryson is so loving and compassionate in that one moment for someone else's husband who's died but has literally no care in her heart for her own husband literally she's breaks like, his heart every day <laughs> he looks at her and she's like i hate you yeah she's like die that name <laughs> should have died with you <laughs> you should have drowned <laughs> <laughs> i just love it because when agnes first said oh it's pat i was like butcher same my God, <laughs> Agnes really is magical. She's able to communicate with the dead. I was like, she's back. She's back, she's alive. It was all a lie. Aww. It was all a lie. They just faked her death so she could get out of uh, paying Janine back. <laughs> <laughs> There's a story. Use that one, EastEnders. Bring her back. There we go. Exactly. There you go. Magic. We've done it. Magic. Wouldn't Red be the first magic. time. Wouldn't be the first time we've had to do something like that. We could do it again. Yes, I've done retcons before. Do it now. We go off and we cut to Cat. And I found <laughs> this bit interesting. Oh, me too. Bearing in mind, Kathleen is in Redwater, the, yes. we as we assume, fictional area of Ireland. Yeah. She says she can see New York. Got good eyes, says our Kathleen. Good eyes? She must be a flat <laughs> earther, mustn't she? She can see across <laughs> the whole flipping globe. I just love it. What kind of eyes does she have? We should do some tests on them eyes. You know when people go, should have gone to Specsavers? No, she went to Kathleen. <laughs> she'll give you not only the sight of a five-year-old, she'll give you the sight of a hawk. <laughs> I She's like on years and years. You know when that oh, old lady's losing her yes. sight and then she gets really, really amazing eyesight again. That's what it is. I would love to Say. test her vision. How far can you see, Kathleen? Australia. <laughs> wow. Oh, I can see him further now. I can see the year 2020. And apparently, Redwater's been cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> That's how far she can see. Shame she didn't warn anyone. <laughs> and uh, Alfie Humors uh, says uh, if uh, she looks closely, closely, she'll see the Statue of Liberty 
And yeah. then she puts on an accent. I'm not 100% what accent this was. So weird, I know. <laughs> I can't even attempt it because... I very don't... small. <laughs> and it's very small. I was like, was she going sorry. Italian? Yeah, like Sicilian. Like, I can't tell anymore. I wasn't sure. I don't get the reference, Kathleen. No, I, I didn't know if she was referencing like a TV show that I haven't seen or if she just done it for fun. I wasn't yeah. sure what was going on there. I'm completely lost by it. I was just like, what's that from? Is that just one of the voices inside your head, Kathleen? <laughs> <laughs> Very small. I am an Irish, Irish, Italian. <laughs> oh my God, do you think she was trying to be Irish? I think that actually... They've got carbon monoxide poisoning, and uh, that's the reason why Alfie's having these hallucinations, Kat's having these weird personality shifts and voices, um, and why she thinks she can see New York. That's the honest <laughs> truth. I think they need to get the pipes checked in that, that house. Maybe. I'm not I'm not criticising Peter or anything, but I'm just saying <laughs> it's very strange. A lot of strange things happen around that house. Strange wooden statues. <laughs> at the, the, the dog. Buttons is running around trying to attack Alfie. <laughs> <laughs> And to be fair, there's a reason Peter's not living there. Yeah, exactly. He's probably not told them. It's like on top of like a, a, a faulty gas main. <laughs> I just don't ever light a cigarette. Or the place will go up like a Roman candle. Because him and him and Roisin really wanted to live somewhere with bad pollution. Maybe See? maybe it's just in the home. He's <laughs> been stuffing, stuffing like radioactive waste in the walls. <laughs> Well, Alfie heads off to the travel agents, doesn't he? A.K.A. a private hospital, which I don't know how we can afford, by the way. Oh, remember they won the lottery around this time, didn't they? True. Oh, that's what it is. Then we came dirt poor again. Oh, well, do I remember that? Because it was the same year. It won X Factor, Emma. Get my calendar back out. Just get my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> um so ah this is this is where we know it's it's going somewhere mm-hmm. yep uh we head back off to see agnes who wants andrew to go for a little drive to go and get that cake because she's not going to rest until that christening has its christening cake yeah christenings don't stop for no one not even death nope and uh well kieran obviously obviously offers to go with him Aideen is like no <laughs> can I just say you know that meme from um, like the Hunger Games where it's like I volunteer that's what Kieran was like oh my when, God, um, yes, yeah. when they were like oh uh, so we're going to need to go pick up the cake uh, Andy will you go I volunteer I'll go with him I'll go with him <laughs> me me please me. send me I love how no one's noticed that these two are clearly more than just cousins <laughs> <laughs> no, normally the phrase is just friends but actually just cousins I know I went for just friends I was like oh hang on they're cousins um, <laughs> can you imagine if they confessed and like he was like but I love him but I love him mum and then like she was like yeah of course you do he's your cousin you love him like a family <laughs> member well yes that too but I also love him <laughs> that's the thing I want to see how the family would have reacted to this because Aideen seems to be the only person who's noticed and been like whoa no and then no one's went hang on why does Aideen suddenly really hate these two together they're, yeah they're it's so, weird they're so oblivious 
how can they be so blind? But before he goes with Andrew, he has one request to our Kieran. Just look after Lady Femi. <laughs> he was going off to war, wasn't it? <laughs> I was like, where does, where does he think he's going? Yeah, he's only going down the road, man. And now that, like, you know, Irish roads are a bit bumpy, but uh, <laughs> I don't think you're going to, like, the other side of the world, love. It's just down the road. Had an idea. Do you think in Kieran's dreams, mm. he thought if him and Andy went to go get this cake, that was it, they were going to run off together? They're going to run off. <laughs> in the sunset. Like, Pat, Frank. <laughs> they come home. <laughs> Barry's like stood there with like a massive uh, suitcase and he's just like, what's in your... Wow. Second home. Bernie reads out the letter in the Vic, gives them a slap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No doubt, all of our invites to our renewal of our vows will be collector's items now. Bernie, you never even had a renewal. <laughs> Shut up, buttons! <laughs> <laughs> I just love that idea now of like, them running off. But like also that Kira's like went out and bought like sexy lingerie. <laughs> like little red lacy number. <laughs> What, what do you think? What do you think, oh, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> but he's just seeing it in the mirror as he's trying it on. <laughs> it's just him. <laughs> and I bet Aideen is like little more and she's all the hands over the letter. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Mrs. Butcher. I mean, come on, Bernie. Uh, how can you not know that Andrew is gay, first and foremost? And secondly, he's having a relationship with his cousin. He's literally <laughs> all over him. And Kira's like, I'll go with him! Every time, isn't it? Andrew's like, I'm just going to go to the toilet. I'll come with you! <laughs> I'm just going to go for a lie down. I'll come with you! Just wait for me, Andrew. It's like, wherever Andrew goes, there's Kieran. <laughs> yeah. I bet you, the, like, you know, like when you're a kid and like, Oh, you would I was someone around and they would this. call you like his little shadow or something. Yeah. I bet you that's what they say about him. Oh, look. Oh, look, his little shadow. His Andrew's little shadow. He would have never stopped being so close since they were young. Oh, he's like his oh, little shadow. Oh, oh. It's never changed. Look at them holding <laughs> hands. Look at them cuddling and kissing. <laughs> and, oh, oh, I'm not sure about that, but. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just, we'll just pretend that that didn't happen, right? Right, Podrick? <laughs> Sorry, Podrick. I keep pronouncing his name wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. Have we been... Did I call him that earlier as well? No, I think you did call him Podrick. I feel like I've called him Podrick. <laughs> Podrick. Oh, my God. I don't know anymore. I'm at Redwire. It doesn't matter. So... We we head back off to see Dermot and Kat. Dermot's founder, and yeah, he's also found <laughs> his birth certificate, and so he's, uh, <laughs> Kat's obviously freaked out by that. Like, whoa, how did you get them? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, also, well, what's the expect, Kat? You rocked up and told him that he was adopted. I'm surprised that he didn't do this the day after. 
I'm surprised you didn't do that straight after. Yeah. <laughs> you know, evidence. You'd want evidence of this random woman's claims. <laughs> like, he's never had any evidence. So, yeah. now he does. Apart from Iris, when she's drunk, going, I'm not your mommy. <laughs> and chucking glass around. <laughs> just drink your wine, Dermot, and shush. Let's all just go sailing. <laughs> go sailing together, Dermot. Because <laughs> if you think about it, he, he pretty much just took Lance's word for it. Yeah. Then his super old phone rang and interrupted their conversation halfway through. Yeah. And it's like, you need an upgrade. <laughs> That's probably the shop trying to phone him to tell him. He's like 20 years out of date. He I needs can't to get believe an upgrade. that phone takes photos. <laughs> I, do, I swear it doesn't. I swear it physically can't. I reckon they CGI'd that picture on. <laughs> it's that old, that phone. <laughs> I just loved it because, like, Kath- Kathleen is like, listen, I'm not a saint. I can't, like, I've, I've you know, like, this isn't the, the best the best vision of what I had uh, had dreamed. Like, you know, we're still trying to work things out, go at our own pace. Um, and Dermot's just like, I'm just exhausted. Exhausted with all, all of you, with you, with Agnes. And then I'm like, well, I can't blame him. He probably is knackered. He's been up all night Googling Zoe. He's been, you know, murdering people in his spare time, fake finding dogs and delivering babies. He's been very busy. Very busy Arden. man, yeah. Very bu- patched up Alfie this morning yeah. after scaring him. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> been very busy. So naturally... When he demands, like a scary maniac, that she tells him if this is the last of the lies, she lies again. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, Kat. It worked out so well all the other times, hasn't it? When he asks about how Zoe's doing, like, or what she's like. Yeah. Bearing in mind how Dermot's feeling at the moment, obviously the right answer is to say that she's living in Spain, doing really well, has a fiancé, really pretty. (laughs) Yeah, just everything that Dermot's not <laughs> in his mind. He wants her to leave, so she's like, oh, well, that's okay. Alfie's off to the travel agents. Um, she goes, do you want to say goodbye to Tommy first? Now, from what I remember, Tommy hated Dermot. Um, and clearly it's now mutual because Dermot's like, no. <laughs> yeah, Dermot despises his siblings. He's going to kill one by one. <laughs> 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 Cut to the car journey to Pat's. <laughs> I was really sad. There was no rattling bog singing. No, I, was I was really, really sad. Really hoping for it. I wanted, I wanted a bit of a jig. I wanted a bit of oh no, the rattling bog. <laughs> Andrew, for some reason, knocks her door and then begins to shout at her. But I didn't get it. Like, are we meant to know that she's deaf already? Because that's that was me. I was like, why is he shouting? I've wrote that he was here. Like, Hello, Pat. <laughs> I think considering she was using her phone, she was probably capable of hearing quite well. Yeah. Like, reasonably well. Well enough to be able to, you know, hear you talking to her right in front of her face. I was like, you're condescending here, Andrew. You need to stop that. Yeah, Andrew, that's not nice. That's not nice. Pat is very quick to tell them it, it wasn't a peaceful death. It wasn't a peaceful death. Jim went out screaming, crying, begging. Telling me he can see the light and he doesn't want to go into the light. Now we're saying, rage against the light. 
Come back to me, Jim. <laughs> so we get the whole, the whole massive, <laughs> massive uh, description of how he was screaming, wailing in pain like the Banshee. The Banshee's game for him, but he wouldn't go without a fight, war, Jim. No, not all, Jim. He, he told those Banshees, you go away with your women. Go away with your women. I love how I've just invented this entire tale. <laughs> I love it. I'm so invested. <laughs> then Buttons came by and it all said his goodbyes because obviously him and Jim were good friends. Good friends for a long time. But then she had a great idea. Great and invited idea. Oh my God. Kathleen to say her <laughs> goodbyes. <laughs> yeah, because Kathleen's, him, her and Jim go way back. Way, way back. back. I, I, was that... Um, uh, the, the the pub night, pub night with Lance and Dermot. Yeah, you know, four weeks ago, four weeks ago. That's right. She's booked into their memorial barbecue for Jim. Of course, of course. Because it doesn't it, clash. Okay. It doesn't clash with any of the Lance stuff. Good. That's yeah. That's good. Um. So. <laughs> so Andrew basically asks for the cake. <laughs> Pat's next words. Hilarious. Wonderful. Apparently hilarious. Acute horror. Never did change. Then cut to them. Absolutely. <laughs> Wetting I'm themselves. not even talking. <laughs> like literally screaming and laughing. Yeah, belly laughter. You know what it looks like? Screaming. When you know when they drove off really fast after getting the cake and they were like, yeah. ha ha ha, manically laughing, I was like it's like two people who've just robbed a bank of all their yeah, money and just went off. killed Pat. They've stolen all our goods. I'll <laughs> 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 never know who took our goods. I had this really sinister laugh. I was just like, all right, boys, calm yourself. Kieran's wearing all their rings. She's like, he's married us, look. <laughs> Andrew's in Jim's clothes. <laughs> They've got all their good china. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. They're off to make a life for themselves. Kieran's got there his lingerie. Go. He's They're... got Pax rings on. <laughs> going into the sunset. They've left the cake. They don't need that. They've took everything else off. They've just took it out of the window. <laughs> took it out of the window with Jim's dead corpse. <laughs> They've pulled off the greatest crime of the century in Redwater. <laughs> <laughs> they went down as legends in Redwater. <laughs> We'll <laughs> say if you still look out at the horizon, you can still hear them laughing. <laughs> oh, cute horror never did change. <laughs> the flipping lines in the show, man. Honestly, like <laughs> all these weird little anecdotes and and strange parables that they come out with. Oh, fabulous. Don't make them. Don't make them like they used to do them. Speaking of strange, it's just about to get a little stranger. Oh. Peter had a surprise for Dermot. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, yes. And he was like, need to see you later in the pub. Dermot comes along. We're all wondering, what's the surprise? Well. I was thinking it was going to be like, Derm, I'm leaving. I'm yep. selling up, but here is some money. I want you to settle down, Durham. 
But you know what's better than that. You know what is better than that. Here's your baby chief, damn it. <laughs> yes, naturally. <laughs> I forget that we're like living in which era. Like, you know, where teeth's the currency. <laughs> that was the creepiest thing. In, like, even the box itself looked like it was made out of human teeth. And then I thought, I had this really weird thought where I was like... Are all those teeth dermots or are they from someone else? See, I don't think they are. <laughs> I said that. I said, I was like, swear they're not dermots. Teeth, there's only three in there. So what, has he still got a mouthful of baby teeth? Do you think they're really lancers? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to put them on a necklace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's kept dermots, good teeth. That's what it is. So those are the rubbish teeth. He's actually had all the other teeth turned into jewellery. <laughs> him to do with them like do you think Dermot's now going to go Kathleen here are my baby teeth here's my baby teeth Kathleen it's such a creepy heirloom isn't it but even Dermot like bearing in mind he is creepy anyway he found yeah. that weird and I know, Peter says it all. Peter had the audacity to say well, I thought you would like it or at least be curious <laughs> curious of what I like, would be running for the hills with these teeth? what did you want him to do with teeth <laughs> I thought maybe we could, I don't know, make them into a lampshade or something. Dermot, when your teeth fall out, you can make them into dentures. <laughs> I swear, this entire place is just weird. There's something in the water in red water because <laughs> they are all weird. Just gonna... He's keeping baby yeah. teeth. Bernie's accusing her daughter of, you know, arsony and murder. Um, flipping Kieran and, and Andrew. Let's not even go down that road. <laughs> Let's not even go down that road. Iris is getting drunk with the kids on a boat. Like, how many other weird stories do they want to fit in? Here's your, your baby teeth, Dermot. You know how I gave Kieran the award for the most random side story? Yeah, this yeah. might be it. I feel like this might be a rival to it. This should have been a, a nominee. It should have. You go into every episode going, well, it can't get any stranger than the last episode. And then... Like, cut to 15 minutes in, and you've got wooden, wooden scenes <laughs> staring at it, Alfie. Alfie punching the glass, and Derby going, you all right, Alfie? No one and else then... coming up later in the episode as well. I'm like, actually, that could have been the weirdest moment. <laughs> I, I think, really, we need to do a whole segment on just the strangest moments <laughs> of Redwater. How about a bonus episode? We'll rate them. Oh, Yeah. We could do Brilliant. polls online and we could all have a go. Yes. Let's all pick what we think is the weirdest. It's the weirdest moment of Red Water. <laughs> we <laughs> can have the Red Water Awards. <gasps> yes. <gasps> Red Water Awards. Guys, that's right. You're going to get a one-off special and we're going to do that for you. There you go. But anyway, back to the show. <laughs> Baby teeth aside. Peter's offended. Very offended. Dermot's got an attitude. He's his daddy, after all. He's allowed to keep his teeth. <laughs> and after that, what does he get? He gets another flashback to the recreation of some sort of historic event where, like, it did feel like I was in history and I was going to the Victorian era. <laughs> yeah, remember when you would watch, like, those really cheap... Yep. Really, really cheap. Oh, very low budget. Oh, uh -huh. there weren't there. There were no like you know Discovery Channel level. They're when, not natural geographic. They would sit there and they go, and then you heard the screams, and she, and then it would just flick to it. Yeah. Damn it, save 
It was the way that they had that really cheap fog effect as well. It, was, it, was... it made us think of like, the year was 1889, London, Whitechapel area. And then you hear them walking down the street. Yeah, the cobbles. Like that, yeah. And um, I don't know what voice I was doing now. <laughs> <laughs> you hear all the, the noise. Matches, matches. Anyone want to buy matches? And there's like a haze around them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, love a, it. like a glow almost. <laughs> it's like a weird glow. I just, I find the whole thing hysterical. I always used to love like the intros to those like school um, TV shows as well. Oh my you? God. Uh-huh. Like where show you like all the different, like um, the people who make it. Like it'd be like, boo doo doo. be like ABC <laughs> and things like that. All these we had like never heard of before media companies. You've never heard of them and you never nah. hear of them again. <laughs> nah. Production company that made only two things. One was a history documentary on, you know, <laughs> the, the, the Black Plague or something. Then two, an off budget horror movie. <laughs> it would be like. And they'll come yeah, up like yeah. Curse of Redwater. MCON Productions, you know, and then they're like, who are they? Yeah. <laughs> Showing on the... It's be- actually and then- just all the same actors as well, just dressing up in, like, fake beards and things. It's always the same people, and they just change out of their stuff, play two different roles, and then if you watch another version of, say, MCON Productions, yeah. then it's those people again. <laughs> yeah, the exact same people. But, like, the same people who were dying of the Black Plague one, one day... Are also in the Great Fire of London. <laughs> Next, <laughs> to me, it's in the survived everything. <laughs> it looked rough for that one bloke, but uh, survived, managed to make it. <laughs> Cut to Kieran and Andrew still laughing, still celebrating the great robbery of Pat and Jim. <laughs> Kieran's like, "What do you think, Andrew? Do you think I ring suitors? <laughs> Did you know there's going to be a film about that, the Great Robbery? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who who's going to be the production company behind it? MCon Productions. Oh, <laughs> fabulous! They do some of the best things. I saw one of their Great Fire of the Great Fire of London, and it was hysterical. <laughs> hysterical. Oh, did you not see the one about the the Black Plague? Oh, classic, classic that one. Yeah, they're doing that it. Really, really retro intro. Do do do. And then it just has like let, random letters A, B, and C like come up. You know what I hear, though, that they only do it on video. They don't do DVD or Netflix or anything. That's fine. We'll just pop over to Redwater. They've probably still got a VHS. Yeah, we could just wheel the TV out. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. But if we don't get to watch that, they are getting a plaque and it's going to mark where it all happened because it was such Brilliant. a good it was such a good robbery. Like, no I one mean, knew what? it was coming. Everyone thought they were just going for cake. I know. <laughs> they fooled everyone, didn't they? They really did. Just going for some cake and then they rode off into the sunset. It's a bit like how they fooled everyone just to believe they were just cousins. I know. Really, they're lovers. <laughs> Always have been. I mean, who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? It's not like they were had hands in each other's pockets and right. you know, touched each other. inappropriate was that, right? Andrew's phone was ringing and Kieran thought it was appropriate to go and put his hand in his pocket to go and get it I- out. Absolutely disgusting. Not because they're cousins. Not because of their cousins, no. Disgusting. Because there is something called privacy. Uh-huh. That's rude, Personal that. belongings. I wouldn't do that. You know where that pocket would 
been near. That's very rude. And uh, you should have permission, Kieran. Well, killed the whole mood, didn't I, Emma? Oh, killed yeah. the whole victory lap. They were just riding around Red Wall one last time before they went off to Spain. But, um, or Portugal or wherever it is the kids go these days. Um, and what happens? Well, Kieran's fiddling on with uh, Andrew's phone and crash. Who who could have seen that coming? Car accident? <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I just <laughs> don't get it. He was just driving forward and the next minute they suddenly started just... Yeah, they're just hurtling out <laughs> into a field. I didn't understand it at all. There was just this massive bang where one of the tyres is clearly blown out. So what he hit, I have no idea. Um, like, is he going to look back and it's just a giant cartoonish spike? Like, stick it up from the ground. <laughs> it's tyres going, like that around the room. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And then they just crash through a massive hedge, ruin someone's field. Um, and then, you know, like all common sense people, when the crash, what do you normally do, Emma? What do you do? You get your first aid kit out. You get your your tin foil blankets. <laughs> your phone. You know your your yeah. AA or whatever it is. What's it called? Can the thing? Yeah, AA. AA. I'm just making sure. I'm not a car person. <laughs> um, they come out. Or at least they say they're going to come out, and you'll probably wait about. I don't know, an hour longer than what they said. Mm. Um, and then they'll come around, fiddle on with the car for a bit, and then you'll you'll go home. The car work. That's what normally happens, isn't it, Emma? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. <laughs> not in Red Water. Not with Andrew. He's a hands-on man. He's a hands-on man. He he knows how to get this car started. And all it needs is a, is a little something I like to call sexual healing. <laughs> Sexual healing. So cue the porn music because they're about to get it on. About to go wow wow. So, Kieran and Andrew, they have their, their sexual healing sesh, don't they? It's all over. While all this is happening, Dermot's getting another flashback. This is all because he's touched Alfie's blood. <laughs> yeah. It's just having this effect. And he's getting a flashback to, save me, Dermot, save me. No. And then, <laughs> did you notice? Did you notice this? Which EastEnders have started doing, which we do a lot. He got the Yeah. That's where they yeah. got it from. That's where it came from. Did you also notice... So we had Scooby-Doo music that came on every now and again throughout this episode, specifically yes. around Dermot. It was yes. like... <laughs> Sometimes I kept thinking, where's like, that weird. coming from? <laughs> it was so I was weird. Like, I swear someone's following him around with like a random, like, you know, like when you were in like music class in like high school and you would play like DJ. Like, but DJ, instead you just DJ. It was like Scooby-Doo music. Agnes. Oh. <laughs> Agnes, we go to now. Why did she look like she was just about to, like, she should have had a spinny chair and turn around as she was stroking the cat, like, I've <laughs> been expecting, I've been expecting you. <laughs> <laughs> so she tells Roisin, don't get drunk today. 
and Andrew deserves this day because there wasn't anything to celebrate when he was born. Hmm. Wow, that is odd. Peter is 100% Andrew's dad. So obvious, isn't it? I mean... Just the looks know, between them throughout the whole thing, especially yeah. during um, especially during Porrig's speech, where he was saying about how close they are and like and stuff like that and like and yeah, then father and son passing yeah. the bat on all of that and stuff. the looks between them all it was like nah peter it is peter's their daddy well, at least he's mean, got a son somewhere we'll never know like because <laughs> yeah it got cancelled <laughs> it got yeah, cancelled uh, <laughs> another mystery left unsolved alfie heads to the doctor's no, it's a travel agents, isn't it, Emma? Oh, sorry, travel agents. He heads to travel yeah. agents uh, to talk about his visions and headaches. Yeah, I do that every every time. Going to Thompson's all the time. <laughs> but his travel, I've just let you know, I've yeah. been having some visions. They always give the best medical advice. Well, he sends Alfie for an MRI scan. Does our travel agent slash doctor? Yes. And this is all happening whilst Tommy is playing with <laughs> saint cards, creepy saint cards. Playing with some cards from Dermot. Kathleen is I... is not okay with these cards. Um, no. And there's <laughs> um, as Kathleen was reading out Zoe's card, which was <laughs> <laughs> she roasted. <laughs> To death in a furnace. <laughs> we cut to not only wooden statue of Saint Zoe. Smiling in. We Just are... smiling, make sure that Alfie's alright. <laughs> we also cut to Alfie going in, in red. Going into yeah. the MRI scan. Like, it was really scary. Who thought this up? Can I ask? All kinds of strange. I was just like, yeah, so if you want to look at us not looking our best, um, way before coronavirus hit, go and head over to our highlights on Instagram at E20 underscore podcast and you can watch us react to that scene. Uh, I personally think it's beautiful what, what we created there. <laughs> we may not look beautiful then. but Yeah, but the, the whole thing is beautiful. But that that's the, beautiful. The, the footage. Yeah. Well, it's that time of uh, the episode, isn't it, Emma? I mean, it took them, whew, I don't know, like three weeks, five days. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Because time doesn't exist here. Andrew and Kieran have spent a lifetime together. <laughs> lifetime together since we last saw them. But it's time for the baptism. It's time for baby Byrne to be baptised. And Agnes, well, she's worried about the cake. She's still worried. Where's that cake? Well, just one minute, because Andrew's just zipping himself up. <laughs> Did you hear that on the episode? <laughs> I said, okay, we get it. You've you slept together in a field. It's all right. We understood. We are above the age of 12. Like, we understand what happens. <laughs> like, the zip would even be that loud. Oh, God. I know, exactly. Come on. What's Kieran got? Like, the hearing of, like, a bat? <laughs> oh, did Andrew just zip up his fly? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I volunteer! <laughs> but when Dermot arrives, Agnes's worries are all put to rest, aren't they? they She's are. so chuffed, so happy to hear that Dermot was reading some on their last rights. <laughs> She's like, oh, good. <laughs> I was like, what? Sorry. <laughs> She's a Grim Reaper now. <laughs> Oh, so thankful. <laughs> For a minute there, I thought they were going to live. <laughs> what were their last moments like? Screaming, I hope. <laughs> it was proper eerie. What is with all this family? <laughs> Bernie's worried. Bernie's very worried. She's wondering where they could have been. It doesn't take that long. She's starting to think that it. Aideen might have been involved. She thinks maybe Aideen's killed her, her dad <laughs> and killed Kieran. I mean, she wouldn't put it past her. Dermot says, well, they might have got stuck in traffic. Uh, Bernie's like, not in Redwater. There's no traffic here. And I was thinking, oh, it's true. Only you guys are here. There's no one else. I've um, only got like two police officers, so there is no traffic. Obviously. He has to just share with Agnes that Kathleen sends her love. Agnes's face. She's out. Like scrunched up look that she does, you know. She goes, <laughs> <she's> like, <"Hush." laughs> <laughs> the glares. But that's all soon over. Yeah. The cousins have arrived. They're here. They have. They're in time. Just. They've buried their stash of stolen goods and they're, they're carrying their cake. <laughs> they're going to pretend. <laughs> like Pat and Frank, they've had second thoughts. Oh yeah, they and have. you can't leave his fake wife. Who were half of the people at this christening? I mean, come on. That Who is, were they? Oh, you know what they are? They're honorary burn members, a bit like Kathleen. You right. know, they were at the pub with Lance. They're all on holiday and they thought, well, they're having a christening, so I might as well pop along. It'd be rude not to. True, rude not true. To. Peter didn't turn up, though. Yes, he was... He was somewhere else, wasn't he, Emma? He's drowning his so, sorrows. Finally had a drink. He's given in. And smashes that glass. Why does everyone smash glasses around Red Wall? They love to smash the glasses, don't they? Yeah. Maybe it's like it's a, a hobby. Thing. Love to smash the glasses, they do. It's like a seal. <laughs> <laughs> like kicking the walls of Kristara, but they, like they to smash love the to smash the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was a glasses smasher, him. <laughs> it's like if you go out for loads of drinks and, like, on your birthday. Yeah. Love to smash the glasses, they did. Oh, they do. Or like if they've, you know, been really, really fun. Life and soul of the party. Yeah. Oh, love to smash the good, glasses. A good smash of a glass. <laughs> I just love it. Just hysterical. They're having a awesome. good time. They love to smash the glasses. I mean, Kieran and Andrew, they did some <laughs> smashing of glasses. glasses. <laughs> <laughs> could literally turn into anything. You could I actually... I love how Eileen seemed to be the only one that was worried where he was. And she just kept checking her phone during the christening as well. Peter! Peter! Where are you? Where's Peter? Peter? Must be one of those bad receptions. Cut to the fly sitting on the ever so squashed cake. Oh yeah, Derm's cake's back. Oh my God, yeah, by the way, it's squashed cake. Is that because? Mm, that's what I was worried about. Is that because of... I really hope not. I really hope not. You can't I serve mean, that. You can't serve that. Listen, Kieran, I know you're obviously like, you know, 
all out for causing havoc, as Andrew would say. But I mean, you know, we didn't call it like we didn't call it that in my day. But we, you know, I know you're all about that. But you cannot serve someone butt cheek cake. You just can't. If it's got a butt cheek impression on it, you just can't. You can't eat that. That's done. That's done. You know who they're getting their hygiene stuff from? They're getting their hygiene ratings from here. Tiff and Keegan. They've watched them. Oh, they are. And they've That's went, what it is. Actually, you know what? We can serve it then. That's fine. Yeah. They're, oh, it's all right. He's like, oh, sorry. I just sat on the cake. <laughs> oh, well, it's all right. You wiped your bum earlier, didn't you? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when we were waiting for them to pick us up, I just had to have a sit down on the cake. I mean. That's what I call it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh god honestly that whole thing i mean the fly seemed to be loving it as well dermot's fly was back and he was loving it i mean no wonder they're proliferating they're just on every food no one cares they're like oh look at him look at little fly he's having the time of his life you know when they toasted to lance and lance too baby lance yeah um, why did they not end their toast with up your hole for Big Jam Roll? Big Jam Roll! Because that is what Lance would have wanted and they didn't do that. I mean, disappointing, Emma. Very, very disappointing. Or they could have said uh, smash the glasses. Yeah, exactly. Kicking the walls of Kushtara. <laughs> He'd be kicking the walls of Kushtara for many years to come. <laughs> to Lance Junior. Up your hole for Big Jam Roll! Oh, but yeah, why didn't Aideen get up and have a duet with uh, Lance oh, again? That would have been that wonderful. That would have just been everything. And all these things. Du, du, <laughs> du, du, <laughs> oh, oh, good times. So, Alfie's, um, Alfie's about. Yeah, he's had bad news, hasn't he, Emma? He's had bad news, so he goes to bad see... Bad news, guys. So, obviously, bad you news. see Dermot, because that's what you do. He's half doctor now as well. No. I mean, come on. The way he's talking, I just keep thinking, who's going to put out the bins? Now, where was I Alfie mean, during the bin fiasco on the square? That's when we needed him. I was like, oh, my God. It's the bins. The bins again, Emma. The bins are back. Yay! I mean, let, God forbid, God forbid, that it becomes a fortnightly bin collection. <gasps> I mean, what would they do? Fortnightly bin collections <laughs> could you peter drunk driving gluck, 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 gluck. <laughs> <laughs> let's again. hope he doesn't hit the pizza delivery boy with her i was gonna say cut again Aideen's busy she's just ran off she's off oh, to she see has. the pizza boy no context whatsoever we have no idea who he is don't know who he is don't know how don't know why like Common. Have they met before? I don't know. Only that one Did time. She... All this is going on, and Andrew's in the bathroom. He's... Naturally, I mean, he's always in there. Whenever he's always he has in there. Kieran. Exactly. Why are all their scenes in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> it is. He always next. Kieran will be filling up the the sink all the way to the top, <laughs> and they're demanding the Peter give him the towels from like <laughs> the pub. Swear to God. Why are they always... Also, why does Agnes's like, personal bathroom look like a pub bathroom? I was so confused because I thought it was a pub bathroom. Then I remembered yeah. where they were and I was like, oh, 
That's it has like stalls. That definitely looked like a pub bathroom. <laughs> it did, didn't it? I was like, why does the bathroom have a stall? <laughs> <laughs> and the two mirrors that like yeah. kind of Oh no, I think it had one the mirror it looked like the it was one that had in the pub. One. Yeah. It looked like the kind of yeah. So yeah. That was odd. The only thing that gave it away was the shower in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pubs <laughs> pubs don't generally have that. <laughs> Except for when you're in Redwater. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran's just toweling off in the background. Oh, hi! Just getting the cake off us. <laughs> Agnes <laughs> said I had to clean myself up. <laughs> uh, they they have a fight? Oh, they do, yeah. God. And he basically accuses Kieran of taking advantage of him, which is quite strange because... I'm fairly certain that Andrew was the first person who kissed Kieran. Now, now what I saw also <clears throat> was definitely Andrew. <laughs> now, I know I accused Kieran of being a bit naughty earlier. Yes, yes. But it was Andrew that kissed Kieran. Yes. Yeah. I just love it because then, like, Kieran's like, well, you can lie to yourself all you want. But we both know the truth. I was like, ooh. He's like one of those, you know, like, patty mistresses. Yeah. He's just expecting to keep ringing Andrew up going, if you don't get over here right now, I'm going to make such a scene. I'm going to go in everywhere and tell everyone what you've been doing. And you know what? Why not? While, while he's at it, because it's in this kind of soap land, might as well demand 100 grand to keep quiet. You might as well. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Pat's rings aren't enough. Give us 100 grand and we'll call it even. <laughs> All right, tell Bernie everything. <laughs> and then, and then Bernie, Bernie will only blame Aideen anyway, so it's all right. <laughs> this is all her fault. Aideen. <laughs> if I hadn't spent so long trying to solve Lance's mystery, maybe I could have saved my marriage. <laughs> and then naturally, as it's red water, Andrew froze glass. I mean, he just goes to bottle Kieran. Five minutes ago, you were just sleeping with him. On cake? On cake? <laughs> I mean, if that's not a good night, I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, I just love it. You know in our jingle where we say, like, this favourite show of mine, like, it genuinely is. It is the funniest thing I think I've ever watched. Because it makes no sense. It makes no sense. The continuity is already in shambles and it's literally only got like six episodes. Um, like the, the random side stories. I mean, just... don't get me started on um, Kathleen and Alfie constantly oh. saying they're going to leave and or they're only going to be <laughs> there a certain amount of time, but are still there. It's like the longest holiday ever. It's like, you know how all those people got stuck um, because of that quarantine thing? Oh, yes. Like... That's what's happened to them. It's like they were meant to fly back, but actually quarantine hit, so they've had to stay in Redwater for an extra three months. <laughs> and then there was this scene, which I just also loved. Roisin walks into the music on Agnes's new Bluetooth thing, which I'm assuming is a bit like Alexa. Oh. And yeah. I'm assuming over there because it's Agnes's world. Um, yes, she's, she's only you must have to go. Bluetooth Agnes, can you find, instead of Alexa, <laughs> well, oh. she was like, thinking around the music, like, oh, looking like she's quite happy. She was having a little, not jig, but, you know, she was getting there. A shuffle. 
a shuffle. And um, then all of a sudden, she smashes it into little pieces. <laughs> I mean, as if it wasn't bad enough that Royson murdered her first lover, Astara. <laughs> She's now butchered Agnes's new boyfriend. That's so sad. Daniel O'Donnell. <laughs> I mean, it's just shocking. Just uh, to kill him with a rolling pin. Oh. Brutal. 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 So, naturally, we cut from that scene of horrific death to um, plunging Alfie into the freezing sea. He had this really angry face on him as well, didn't he, when he was doing it? Like, I hate you, Alfie! (laughs) And then as they leave this scene, they show some lovely scenic shots from places we've seen before. It was a bit like their theme tune in the trailers, but without the music. Without the music. Two eerie, eerie shots, wasn't it? To Peter in his crashed car with blood everywhere, just walking away like nothing happened. Well, can I just say, this finale for this episode sums up Red Water beautifully. <laughs> car turned over, smoking. Don't know if Peter's alive or dead. <gasps> mystery. It's something on it. Mystery. <laughs> mystery. Oh, wait. Who needs a mystery? Because <laughs> Peter's alive. He's right there next to the car. <laughs> Who needs well, I think there's been a lot of amazing scenes this week and I don't know if anyone will be surprised that we're going to pick St. Zoe as Alfie's vision, but it's actually Dermot at the door. You are right there, Alfie. This favourite scene of mine. Dominic Adermit, Dominic Adermit, Dominic Adermit. Round two. So excited. And I just can't hide it. He's about to lose control. And I think I'd like it. (laughs) (laughs) So round two after the success of round one of Dominic O'Dermott, where Connor has to guess if the person who said the quote is Dominic O'Dermott. And this is all because we spent so long calling the character Dermot Dominic. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember? Oh, Father Dominic. Are you ready? I'm ready, Emma. I'm going to start off with an easy one. Right. So was this by a famous Dominic, or was this Dermot from Redwater? Are you all right, Alfie? <laughs> well, that's a trick question, because we both know that's St. Zoe, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking, it's obviously Dermot. <laughs> Bonus point for guessing it was also St. Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> question two. Is there a safety word like in Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> Dominic. It was. Weird. <laughs> Dominic Littlewood asking if there was a safety word, basically, before he was tasered on Dom Does America. <laughs> so, like, he wanted to know, like, if he said a certain word, like, would they stop? 
I love that. I thought that can't be from Redwater. Dermot's never said anything like that, <laughs> don't they? I hope not. <laughs> okay, question three. Hello, no, I'm on a boat. That's got to be a Dominic. Correct. Oh, my God. The way you post, I was like... When did he go on a boat? The only time I ever saw him on a boat was when he drowned his mum. I saw your confused face and thought I'd just go with it. (laughs) (laughs) It was Dom Jolly answering his massive telephone on Trigger Happy TV. Of course, of course. (laughs) Question four. I think you've got a tramp in Kushtara again. (laughs) (laughs) That is. Dermot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just those lovely things you say to people when you come round for breakfast. <laughs> Last question, question number five. Ooh. What are you going to call it? I think Dermot. <gasps> it was a trick question, to be fair. Oh, damn, I thought it might be. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dominic, so it was... Dom from Dick and Dom in the Bungalow asking Dick. <laughs> so funny to say. Um, <laughs> what he was calling the baby he just delivered during a sketch. And unlike Dermot, oh. unlike Dermot, well, he replied with, he was naming it after him. <laughs> yeah. Dermot's dream. <laughs> so what do I win, Emma? Well, I feel like you should win something extra special because you did guess the Saint Zoe question as well. So, I've got a special surprise at your window for you. I'll just just have a look over here. (gasps) Are you alright, Connor? I think it's Saint Zoe. And that was another round of Dominic Dermot, Dominic Dermot, Dominic Dermot. Mum always said I should be a star. <laughs> this week's episode is sponsored by Candy's Great Robbery. MCOM Productions presents the greatest. Irish love story in the making. Do you love gripping, action-packed, high-quality films? Well, this isn't one of those, but it's going to be good anyway. A film so wrong, you won't want to be right. With such musical moments as... Oh, no, Dretlenbog, Dretlenbog, Dretlenbog. And guest characters like... Kathleen... You'd be a fool to miss this picture. Candy's Great Robbery. In cinemas 2021. Fun for all the family. Hashtag Candy's Great Robbery now for your chance to win a trip down the red carpet at the film's premiere in Redwater. Stay away from my family, Kathleen.